So, this present Tegan is going to sell us assistive technology. Speaks to text. I presented this in front of 300 teachers and principals. A student's story. Before the laptops, I couldn't get my ideas out. Sometimes my brain worked faster than my hands could write it. Now, I feel like I can get most of my ideas written down and I don't have to have someone help me do it. I think some teachers think students who have trouble reading or writing are dumb or lazy. I am not dumb or lazy. And that's the problem with assistive technology is that you can add it into classrooms and there's a big solution created because what it does, assistive technology as defined by Google is any piece of technology can aid a person. So that can be anything from a pencil grip to a buzzer, to an Ely. What we will be focusing on today is high-tech assistive technology, which is where the biases come in of being dumb or lazy, as Tegan noted. And next, we will hear from Troy Lavois on her perspective on technology. I see these technologies as leveling the playing field because the kids with learning disabilities are starting off behind everybody else. And this is true for even people who have disabilities or people who don't, who might be shy and who aren't willing to verbally participate. Um, they can use text-to-speech in order to communicate their ideas, and that can help them in the classroom a lot. So one of the other points I wanted to stress is that a lot of the technology that students are being denied is either already installed on the computer, or it can be easily purchased, and students in the generation that we are in currently are born with it. So they will pick it up a lot easier than the teachers. So they will be able to learn faster. Here are some of the cases against the technology. Students today depend upon paper too much. They don't know how to write on a slate without getting chalk dust all over themselves. They can't clean a slate properly. What will they do when they run out of paper? Principal Association, 1815. Students today depend upon store-bought ink. They don't know how to make their own. The Rural American Teacher, 1929. Ballpoint pens will be the ruin of education in our country. Federal Teacher, 1950. Until the technology is reliable and cheaper, teachers should stick to paper assignments and the classrooms should not spill over onto computers. High School Journalism Class, 2008. <laughs> If we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to keep getting what we're getting. Stephen Covey. What assumptions stop schools from using technology? It's cheating. It gives an unfair advantage. It's expensive. It replaces basic skills. It will never replace the textbook. I never needed technology. The top 10 in-demand jobs in 2010 didn't exist in 2004. Richard Riley, former U.S. Secretary of Education. We are currently preparing students for jobs that don't exist yet. 
using technologies that haven't been invented, Carl Fish. We have to invent new stories that are so compelling and exciting that they will smash the old images of the classroom, David Warlick. Is this cheating? These books work well for some students. But what about the students with dyslexia or physical disabilities? They struggle through every page. Should they have to today? One question that popped out to me in that counter-argument was that is it cheating? So it's not according to an article published in the official journal of the IFIP Technical Committee on Education. As long as the teachers can see that the students are doing their work properly, and it's not an invasion of privacy, then it's okay. All that's needed is a proper data structure to maintain this. Until next time, this is Trent signing off.